Where's Carolina's inventory? Let's see. It's 10% off for orders over $200 and 25% off on orders over $500. I think. Her dress suddenly felt terribly constraining. I don't know why I let Carolina talk me into wearing these high-collar dresses. I'm an actress, not a schoolteacher. She carried the heavy green ledger to the rail of the loft and tilted it at an angle to catch more light. Mr. McGuire brings in his shipment on Thursday. July and I will have to go over the inventory tonight after we close. With the harmonious dull roar of a dozen masculine conversations filling the store, she couldn't hear the march of footsteps on the rough wooden staircase. But she knew they were coming. She refolded the shawl and then sat at the oak table and began to flip through the ledgers in front of her. Out of the corner of her eye, she caught a glimpse of the man with a round, wide-brimmed hat and the black stovepipe boots worn on the outside of his charcoal gray wool trouser legs. Excuse me, ma'am, are you the Marchesa? It was a deep voice, with a pleasant tone, but not a lot of patience. She turned to face the man, but remained seated. For the first time all morning, Isabel wondered if she had remembered to put on any lipstick. She wanted to tug on her green and silver dangling earrings, but didn't. I'm Isabel Leon. Most people seem to enjoy calling me the Marchesa. My name is Dawson Mandara. Most often I'm just called Colonel or General. A slight smile flashed across the man's leather-tough face and quickly faded. Only a captain, I'm afraid. But that was a few years ago. It's a gift from heaven. Something you leave the womb with. An officer always looks like an officer, she replied. From the last battle, act one, scene one, opening line. So I've been told... He pulled off his hat and ran his fingers through thick gray hair. What can I do for you, Captain? I imagine in dress uniform in your prime, you turned many a young lady's head. I would like to speak to the owners who are building that hotel across the street. I understand you have some connection with that venture. She folded her small, thin hands and rested them on top of the table. Yes, what can I do for you? Actually, I do need to speak to the men in charge. Do they live here in town? Isabel wrapped her thin fingers on the oak tabletop and narrowed her full dark eyebrows. Captain Mandera, I am in charge of the hotel. What do you want? Some men are much more interesting at a distance. I reckon I'm not expressing myself very well, My apologies, ma'am. He glanced over the loft railing as if trying to spy someone in the store below. Let me start all over. I understand the men originally hired to construct the hotel have all left for the gold fields at Devil's Canyon, leaving a partially built hotel. In fact, the whole town seems partially built. Captain, this conversation is going nowhere. Last summer, this building was the only one here. This is a boom town. I still don't know what you're asking. He pulled out a gold watch from his vest pocket, opened it, glanced down, 
then closed it. What I'm asking is to speak to the owners of that hotel. If you just point me in their direction, I'll get out of your hair. My hair? It's a mess, isn't it? I knew it wouldn't stay in these pearl combs. I told you, I'm in charge of the hotel. His brown eyes widened. The permanent creases in their corners spoke of victories and losses. You own it? She rested her elbow on the edge of the table and held her chin in her palm. You find that hard to believe? He stared straight into her eyes as if attempting to pry out the truth with a glance. I was told different. She narrowed her eyes and didn't flinch or turn away. Oh, what was it that you were told? That three men who struck it rich down in the Bighorn Mountains.